In this episode, I'll reveal how to set goals for your e-com brand and then how to achieve them every single time. You're listening to The Liftoff Show, the podcast for ambitious e-commerce entrepreneurs, helping you increase sales, profits, and build a powerhouse brand fast. I'm your host, Austin Lovell, and welcome to the show. I think it's super important when you're starting a store or scaling your brand to be really crystal clear on your end goal. What is that target, that goal that you're moving towards? And so in this episode, I wanted to break down, first of all, two ways that you can set these goals and then the exact method to break them down step by step so you can achieve them faster than you ever thought possible. So the first one is starting with your ideal situation. Now, this is your ideal situation personally. So this is where you open a new page in Notion or grab a piece of paper and grab a pen and write down what does a day in your ideal life look like? When do you wake up? What do you do in the morning? Do you go for a walk on the beach? Do you sit down and meditate for a little bit? Do you get stuck straight into work? Do you go for a coffee? Do you go on a breakfast? You know, what does that look like? What kind of work do you do during the day? How are you involved with your store or your brand? Are you working on high level strategy? Are you overseeing the ads or are you looking at new products to launch or new brands to launch? What are you actually doing during the day when it comes to your store, your brand, or your brands. And from there, when you log on to Shopify at the end of the day, what does your daily revenue number look like? And so all of these things, you want to write them all out. And maybe it's you work during the morning and then during the afternoon, you do whatever you want. Or maybe it's you work during the afternoon and in the morning, you take time to relax and rejuvenate, whatever it is for you. This is a super personal part. So this is going to be different for you than it will be for anyone else. So take some time, write down what your ideal situation looks like if you haven't already, and then you can use that in the next next step. Now, the other way to go about it is by setting an impact or contribution goal. Now, I find this better for a brand that's maybe already got lots of sales. You're doing well in terms of monthly revenue. Maybe you have a team as well of freelancers or full-time team members. And where this comes into it is that it can help align people. It can help bring people together for a common cause so you know what you're working towards. Because if you're going to grab a team of four people and say, hey, we're going to be working together and building this brand so I can fulfill my ideal life, chances are they're not going to buy into that. They're not going to be inspired by that. They're not going to want to do extra work and push beyond and grow the brand because it's not really something they can get behind. But if you have an impact or contribution goal, now this could be something like serve X number of people or plant X number of trees or you know help X number of people solve the desired problem. Whatever it is, if you have an impact or contribution goal, people can get behind that because it's a cause that can motivate people, that can inspire people and that every time they're doing work, they feel like they're moving towards that direction of achieving that goal, which is something worthwhile. So now that you have your ideal situation, or you have your big goal or impact or contribution goal, this is how you actually go about breaking it down and figuring out what you actually need to be doing to hit that goal. And for me personally, this is the toughest part because it's all well and good to sit down, brainstorm, dream a little bit and think about where you want to be and the goals and the targets that you want to hit. That's the fun part because you sit there and you think, this is amazing. You're sort of visualizing what it would look like. You're starting to feel what it would feel like to be in those situations. And all of a sudden now you've got to figure out, okay, what do I need to do? And when you have these big goals and targets, it can sort of look like this big mountain that you have to conquer and you have no idea where to start. But by using the process 
process of backcasting, basically we're turning this huge mountain, this huge goal that seems almost insurmountable, and we're turning it into a staircase. So it's a super easy, logical, step-by-step -step process in order to hit that end goal. And so when you think about what is normally used, we use forecasting. So we look in the past and we sort of extrapolate that out into the future to sort of guesstimate what you're gonna hit or what monthly revenue numbers you might hit or all that kind of stuff. But using the process of backcasting, it's painting an ideal situation in the future and then breaking down step by step what you need to do to get there. And so it gives you this very logical flow of events. And so for a more practical example, let's say that in the previous part, when you figured out what your ideal situation is, that you need your brand or store to be making $100,000 a month in revenue. And so just to keep the math super easy and super simple, let's say that your average ROAS is about a 3.3. And so where you say, if I need to get to $100,000 a month in revenue, that's our target, that's our goal to get there. And if your ROAS is at a 3.3, then you're gonna need to be spending about 33,000 a month on ads, on paid ads. And so, okay, in order to hit that top goal, you're gonna be needing to do that one first. And then you think, well, how am I gonna be spending 33,000 a month profitably at that 3.3 ROAS, well then chances are you might need better creative or you need someone to run your ads for you. So you might say, okay, I need better creative. So the next step below that is create high converting video ads or whatever creative you're gonna use. And so you think, well, what do I need to do before that? Well then before that, it might be finding an agency who can run the ads for you. Or maybe it's bringing someone on as a freelancer or a full-time team member to run your paid ads for you so you can scale to that level profitably. And so you can see what we're doing here. We're starting with that goal and then we're breaking it down. What do you have to do before that? And then before that, what do you have to do? And then before that part, what do you have to do again? And so it's this logical flow. You're not going to this end goal and just, you know, trying to throw all your energy at it and going in a million different directions and you're not aligned. Instead, you're being very purposeful and you're only focusing on the next step of the process. And I find that this reduces a lot of stress because you're not worried about, you know, tossing and turning at night, trying to figure out what you actually need to be doing to hit your goals. You feel more aligned because you know what you're moving towards. And as a team as well, if you have team members or freelancers that you work with, it's so much easier to feel aligned because you know what you're moving towards. And then the third one sort of lowers the anxiety of it because building a store or building a brand, there's a lot of uncertainty. You know, when you're launching a new product, you're running that next ad campaign, whatever it is, you're constantly bombarded with like these thoughts of, is this gonna work? Is it not gonna work? Are my campaigns gonna fail tomorrow? Is my creative good enough? All of these different elements. So instead of feeling like you're wasting time, instead of feeling like you're not sure what to do next, you can simply start with the end goal, break it down step by step using backcasting, and all of a sudden you can be that much more relaxed because you know what you need to do next. You've spent the time to really break down what you wanna achieve, and then you know exactly what you need to do to get there. And I found the process of backcasting, especially especially useful for me as well. And now whenever I launch a new brand or a new store, we're using the process of backcasting to figure out what needs to be done. Even for this podcast, my goal was to get it to a certain level. And so we use the process of backcasting to break down each logical step along the way. And it all starts with hitting record for the first episode, editing it and putting it out there. And then from there, looking at the data, creating more. And it's this logical flow of steps all the way up to that desired end goal. So when you're building a store, first of all, start with the end in mind. Start by writing down what your ideal situation looks like for you personally. And I think that's more applicable if you're running a dropshipping store and you intend to be more of a solo operator long-term. But if you wanna build more of a long-term powerhouse brand, then that's where I think you start to look at impact or contribution goals alongside your personal 
personal ideal situation as well. So then you have this really strong, vivid image of what you want the future goal to look like, and then you can break down each step before that. And I think it's also important when you're setting these big goals, setting these big targets to hit, that you give them a time frame. You don't just want to leave them open-ended because there's no sense of accountability. There's no reason to keep doing the work because you haven't set a time frame to actually hit those targets. So I find often the best time frames are between six to 12 months. You can set more long-term ones, but I find that it's somewhat difficult sometimes because you look at those and so much can change in a week. So much can change in a day. So much can change in a month. So setting three-year targets and you know using backcasting to hit them, unless it really is this huge target that you're definitely set on and you break it down, you've got a very logical flow to hit it, I strongly recommend keeping it within those six to 12 month timeframes because you can always go back and then revisit the next goal and use backcasting to break it down again. And you can repeat this process and it is somewhat addictive because once you know how you can hit those targets and you've got this step-by-step action plan. And I know for me, I love having a plan. I love having a step-by-step checklist that I can go through, tick off the boxes, make sure I'm working on the right work that's gonna get me to the target. So I find this process really therapeutic because you feel a lot more relaxed. It reduces a lot of the stress and you feel a lot calmer knowing what you need to be doing. But then also it helps you hit your targets a lot faster. And especially if you set a deadline for them, you set a goal timeframe as well, rather than just the goal by itself. So to summarize, if you think of backcasting and the process of breaking down step-by-step, it's basically linking your ideal situation to where you are right now. Because when you go through this backcasting exercise for your e-com store and brand, as you're breaking down from your ideal situation and you keep going back one step at a time, what you need to do next, 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 all the way through to where you are right now. So it's going to link where you are literally right now all the way through to your desired situation. So that's the great part about it. It's the bridge between where you want to be and where you are right now. And I think that's the great part about it is that it just makes it so much easier to visualize getting to your goal because you have this step-by-step plan from where you are right now, which just makes it so much easier. And so there you have it. That's how you use the process of backcasting to hit your targets faster for your e-com brand. So hope you've enjoyed this episode and I'll see you in the next one.